0: What is up,
1: guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakes, and delusions of modern society, and welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today, we have Q and AF. That's where uh, you submit questions, and I give you the answers. Where do they submit the questions Guys, email those questions
0: into askandy at Andyforsella.com.
1: Ask Andy at andyforsella.com. That's where we will uh, select the intelligent questions and answer them, the stupid ones we don't answer. Uh, CTI is another format of a show that you may or may not have heard before, and what that stands for is Cruise the Internet. And what we do is we throw three headlines up on the screen, and then we dissect them, and we make fun of them, and then we make fun of the people who believe them, and then we deduce the truth. And we talk about the fundamental problem, which happens to be always us. And that's why we have Q and AF. We're going to help you be better. All right. Then we have real talk. and Real talk is where I get on and I kind of yell. And then, you know, people post clips of it. And then like 19 and 20 year old kids don't know fucking shit. Say, don't yell at me, bro. And and then they go on to lose their entire life. Uh, But people who listen actually win. So that's a good thing. Uh, And then we have full length. And by the way, I could care either way. I really don't. I'm here for the fucking winners, not the losers. So if you think I'm yelling at you and you don't like it, turn the fucking channel. Right. Then we have full length, which is I interview uh, badass, successful, kick ass, interesting people, sometimes people with different perspectives than me. And we talk about how they did these badass, crazy things and also how they are just regular people like me and you um, who have worked. Extremely hard to do really cool shit, uh, and then we talk about how you could do it too. So that's the basis of the show. Okay, guys, if you're new, we you get lots of new people every week, every show. Uh, and the reason that we get lots of new people every show is because of the fee. The fee is very simple. Please tell someone about the show. That's the fee. Okay, we uh, we don't run ads on the show. We don't run ads for the show. Uh, we work entirely off word of mouth because I believe in the value exchange. So if I give you value. I ask in return that you share the show. That's the fee, okay? And the fee, our little deal that we have going on for eight years now is that that means every episode that you find value in. Not if you like, don't be one of these people that listens to 400 episodes and be like, yeah, that helped me and share it one time. Um, that's, a, that's not value exchange. That's taking advantage. So um, all I ask is value exchange, all right? And I think that's fair. And I think that's the way we should all be. I could make, literally eight figures on this show easy um, based off the downloads. And I don't do that because I think it's fucking annoying to tune into someone's show and hear a third of the show be fucking bullshit ads about shit. They probably don't even fucking use. Okay. So I'm not even going to insult people's intelligence, nor do I want my message to be um, diluted. Yeah. I don't want people fucking telling me what to say or not to say because I don't deal with that. And I generally tell people to eat shit, which is why I'm fucking an (laughs) entrepreneur. Because I cannot fucking answer to people unless it's our customers. Yeah. So, anyway, what's up, dude? What's going on, brother? Nothing. Hello, children. Yeah, we got a uh, chef DJ here. Yeah. Um, if you follow DJ, what's your Instagram? Tell these people,
0: uh, guys. You follow me. I'm on the uh, IG as officially D Johnson. Officially D Johnson. Yeah.
1: If you follow DJ, cooks a lot. Very good cook. The other night he cooked a fish,
0: the whole fish was whole trout with the head on it. Yeah, that's how and, you're supposed and to And like it.
1: all these people around the office been freaking out about the head, bro. How you? Fe- how's that make you feel? I, I don't. Does that know make I you know. feel underappreciated? Uh, I mean a little yeah, oppressed. A little, a little, yeah, pressed. Yeah, I mean if that's what that. What feels made you like- feel more oppressed? Okay. The 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 backlash of cooking the fish with the whole head, uh-huh. or the heat yesterday when we were working out. Oh well. Because I felt oppressed by the heat. It's fucking hot out here, bro. Yeah. The it's, sun was definitely oppressing me yesterday. It's fucking hot. They got that harp shit running full blast what? right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's I TTI. like it, the heat, though. <laughs> I like the heat, though, because at least we're both
0: oppressed. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'll tell you this. I know that, that it's still better than the fucking two feet of snow we had to do cardio. Bro, so fuck that. I'm, I'll take the heat.
1: You know what's funny? is Remember when I tried to quit halfway? <laughs> <laughs> like, like 10 minutes the in, truth man. is the truth is on that workout i bitched out a little bit i'd be honest i got half we got halfway through and i'm like you know what uh this is gonna be 45 minutes because we already are at halfway of 45 minutes and, and dj's like no nah, let's do the whole thing No, yeah. and i'm like all right so we did it i think i mean that's the it beautiful took twice thing. as long yeah but fuck every time we're out there in that oppressive heat for real dude now we use dude, that yeah you're in st louis that shit is oppressive
0: yeah no, it's, it's fucking like that. That heat is fucking robbing me.
1: Yeah. We need to start a hashtag about it. <laughs> but no, I, I think that's the, the cool. That, that's the cool thing, man,
0: because it's like during, like we now use that, like no matter how the fuck what the fuck's going on outside, we use that
1: one day as a as the stick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, dude. Like, Every time matter. it sucks, we're like, f- at least it ain't that one day. Exactly. When the snow is on the ground. Exactly. Bro, that's why it's important for you to push yourself, like, real real talk, like, no joke. That's why I talk about and tell you guys why it's so important to put yourself in difficult situations. Goggins talks about this a lot, too, bro. He talks about it in terms of the cookie jar, right? But you got to know that you can do hard shit to do hard shit. So how are you going to learn that you can do hard shit if you don't intentionally put that shit in front of you? Right. And it's no different than training in the gym. And, you know, you have the resistance of the weights. Uh, it's no different than, you know, learning how to be a good runner mm-hmm. or fucking good at anything. Yeah. So, like, being mentally tough and, and being able to, those are skills yeah. that you develop by putting yourself in difficult situations so that when things get difficult, you can look back on those things and be like, nah, dude, this ain't shit. Exactly. I got this. And you push through because, dude, those moments of weakness, they're fucking less than five seconds long. They're fucking tiny little conversations mm-hmm. that you have that is saying like, oh, dude, it, you know, we should go back to the beginning. Right, we right, start right. justifying. And if we could just get through that five seconds, say, no, shut the fuck up. I'm going to finish this. We could just get through that. There's literally nothing that we can't do in life. 100. That's the truth, dude. Yeah. So like, I think the one of the most. Uh, that's why I get so my, fucking pissed off at these fucking people who don't understand the program. And then they're like, talk shit about oh, it's, it. too, it's too hard. Motherfucker is supposed to be hard. Holy shit. I think when I reflect on that day,
0: bro, you know what was the most like uh, what I got the most out of that, bro? Is it because you guys got to understand, right? Like I'm with Andy every day and like I I still see I see Andy just how you guys see Andy, right? He's a badass, the fucking most mentally tough motherfucker out here, right? Well, half of the people listening think it's bullshit. Well, and the other half fucking I'm with you every fucking day. Yeah, I know. And, like, I, dude, I remember that day, and I think the coolest thing about it was, is, like, I remember as soon as we fucking got outside and we're looking around, and, like, there's nobody fucking out here, right? And we're going, and, and about five minutes in, I start having these thoughts in my head. Now, I'm not saying nothing because, again, I'm walking with one of the baddest motherfuckers, like, I'm not about to be a little bitch, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But,
1: but like, fi- like, five minutes, ten minutes in, and then you say, like, hey, man. Well, no, we weren't ten minutes in, bro. What it was was we were 22 minutes away from here. Right, so I fucking counted it, but it would have been like I, it would have been forty five minutes right. had we turned around there. Right, and then you suggested that we just do the regular thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I agree with you. Yeah, but it was just so cool we ass. actually did like double the amount, one hundred percent, because there was a literal foot of snow on the ground. It fucking sucked too. But
0: like the coolest thing was just like knowing that like these these doubts and these thoughts, you know what I'm saying, like that I have as like a person. Average Joe, whatever you want to call it, but like they're the same thoughts that
1: everybody has. No, bro. You're not average. We're the same. I'm just fucking 16 years older than you, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, dude, that that's practice. Yeah. Like, bro, you're so much further ahead than I was at fucking 26 in that way. Mm. And fucking 26 years old, bro. I wasn't even aware of this. I wasn't even fucking aware of this. Yeah. So, like, though what you when you just become aware of of being able to conquer. Now, I'm not talking about having the discipline to press through because that does take a lot of work. Because these conversations, when you're mentally weak, are frequent, okay? And the stronger you get, they become less and less frequent. Yeah. So you have- But they're still there. Yes, but yeah, you have yeah, yeah. M- much less of a chance to fail when those conversations are less frequent, right? right this right. is part of the reason I do intermittent fasting because my my ability to fuck it up is less, right? Mm. That's, that's the point. Yeah, so we yeah. wanna minimize the contact points that we have the opportunity to fuck our lives up. To bitch out. All right? Yeah. So when you become mentally tough, like by doing hard things and putting yourself through a program like Live Hard, which takes a fucking full year commitment, okay? And it's hard. If you do it right, it's hard as fuck, Yeah. okay? But when you do that and you raise the level of your ability to not bitch the fuck out to that bitch voice, now you are actually lessening the, the chance that you could fail by default because mm-hmm. there's less of these conversations because you're conditioned not to talk to yourself that way. Right. So like right. it totally changes the trajectory of everything that you do and everything you're capable of once you can just learn this mental toughness. And that is the whole point of 75 Hard and Live Hard, episode 208. It's fucking free, but these fucking idiots mm-hmm. that... Look at the fucking thing, and they get jealous because it's the most popular program ever fucking made. Ever. Right. Okay? And they didn't think of it. Yes. <laughs> and they want to make money, and they want to sell their shit. This shit is fucking free. It's 208. You could do any diet. You could buy any trainer's fucking program and put it in there. You can still use your nutrition coach. So all you stupid motherfuckers that don't know what you're talking about and make yourselves look stupid, yeah. when you talk about it, consider that. I made it so you could participate in this. This will help your business, not hurt it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, fuck, dude. It's annoying.
0: Yeah. I just remember all the shit we talked, and as soon as we got done, though, we all we, we finished the conversation, with, but I'm glad we did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It dude, was, right,
1: we said it yesterday. Yeah. We said it yesterday. Man, I'm glad we did that fucking snow workout because yeah. it was hot as fuck yesterday, bro.
0: Dude. It just, like, the heat just swallowed
1: you. Yeah, it was oppressive. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. super. So, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, dude, that, that's the point, guys, is like you have to invest in your mental toughness and have it at the forefront of your mind all the time because, dude, life is hard. Life is tough. Unexpected un, uh, circumstances arise every day, multiple times a day. Uh, now more Nick, than ever. Tell me one fucking day that goes the way you fucking plan. They never go the way you plan. There's always shit in the way. So you have to learn how to operate within that. And that's the point of that program. And like, dude, it's to me, it's fucking hilarious how many people like these little fucking trainers say say this shit online, and then they get fucking blasted (laughs) by every single person who's like, "No, it fucking changed my life." Right. And then they got to delete their Instagram. Mm -hmm. So really, guys, I'm just trying to save you. Right. Like. Would you get online and say, hey, all you motherfuckers did Iron Man? You're a bunch of pussies. Right. Would you do that? Because that's what you're doing. It's real shit, man. So, like, think about that. It's fucking free, too. Like, it's <laughs> fucking free, dude. Anyway. Yeah. But well, I got some good ones for you, brother. All right. I, okay. thought, I thought that
0: was the show. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it can be yeah. shit. All right, let's do the show. Got some good ones for you. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, Andy, question number one. Um, This actually kind of ties in with the conversation we just had. But uh, question number one says uh, several times over the years, you've talked about your long struggle with depression. Uh, You say that you still have difficult days, uh, but you seem to have a stronghold on your depression. I've been to counseling and I'm currently taking medication, which helps, but it's still a constant struggle for me. Do you have any advice or insight as to how to
1: manage and overcome this? I can't give you advice on that because that's a, it's an issue. Like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you what the fuck worked for me, mm-hmm. and you can decide if you want to go that route. Um, first off, yeah, bro, I, I do still struggle with it. Um, but it's personal struggle, bro. And what I mean by personal is not it's private. What I mean is I take it fucking personal, and it pisses me off. And I, I fucking look at it as the fucking enemy, and I don't let enemies defeat me ever. Mm. So I take it personal. I get fucking pissed about it, and I and when I have those days, I make those motherfucking days the days I am the most fucking effective possible. Mm. I get the most done. I, I it's like me sticking my two middle fingers up to it, be like, "Fuck you! You can't fuck with me." Right? Okay, and right. that comes from the conversation that we had before the first question. That mm-hmm. I, when I went on that little spiel about fucking seventy five hard. Um, that's where that comes from. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I was on medication for a long time. Um, once I started becoming awake to the, uh, (laughs) to the reality of the pharmaceutical industry. Okay. Um, I, I tried to remove as much shit from my life as possible. And I was able to wean myself off. Um, and, uh, you know, I now I'm, I, I, I feel much better. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Um, but the reason I feel better isn't just because I, because like, dude, that's, that's like a hard, that's a very dangerous thing to do. So like you need to talk through with the actual doctor to move off if that's where you choose to yeah, do. Sure. I'm not recommending that because there's a lot of problems with that if you just fucking quit and shit. Cold turkey, yeah. Yeah, dude, you, be smart, okay? So that's why I, I don't talk about this much because I don't want to give anybody the wrong advice so i'm telling you what i did Mm -hmm. so um and i manage it now you know with with the thing with the things that i talk about in the podcast which is uh discipline i uh, discipline purpose and gratitude Mm. okay and when i'm when i'm depressed or i'm in a bad mood uh, and then also another thing uh is i I quit alcohol completely alcohol really fucked with me dude Mm. i never realized it because alcohol was a uh a part of our family's culture. Like we come from a fucking family of socializers, yeah. right? Like in my my family, Italian family, you know, it's food and alcohol and good times. And uh, that's how I grew up. And there's nothing wrong with that either. I love that life. Like I, my whole family, that's still how they live. And I think it's great. I just can't do it because it makes me crazy. Mm. Okay. So what I noticed when I went, when I started pulling alcohol out of my life, how much better I felt. Mm. But then as I would try to go back to alcohol, like, let's say like, On my birthday, I get fucking hammered or something, right? The next three or four days, bro, I was so so fucking mentally fucked that it made me, like, remember why I fucking stopped in the first place and how much better. And so now, like, I've come to a a mental understanding of how good it is and how much better I am without that in my life. So that... Is, so it makes it easy to keep out of my life. Like I've recognized and learned the lesson because I've tried to go back a few times, and then I was aware enough because I had put the time in to earn that awareness. Yeah. Um, that you know, I I could tell. I'm like, I'm like, dude, this is fucking poison for me. Right. What's right? the common denominator? Yeah, here? it's that. So the alcohol thing for me was a big deal. Getting rid of that. Um, I see a lot of people who who struggle with depression, dude, and. You know, they're drinking consistently. And dude, that, that, the depressive hangover after alcohol is not like the day you're hungover when you have a headache. It's the fucking week after. Right. Those, right. those effects are long lasting. And so like you may drink, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then uh, uh, by Tuesday or Wednesday, you feel normal again, except you feel really low. And then mm-hmm. Thursday you feel really low and then you're using alcohol again to get back. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with any of these recreational drugs. Uh, with the exception of cannabis that I found, um, you know, that people do. And and it really fucks up their brains. And um, some people are effectively, are are still effective and they're happy and all that. And I'm not judging anybody. I'm just telling you my story. Right. Um, Because I still fucking, you know, every once in a while, and this is another thing, even though I know it's bad, there's still times I do drink. Yeah. Because I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) <laughs> All right, but the point is, like sometimes, but I choose to do it, right. right. you know a, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and now i I get the value from choosing to do it from remembering why I don't do it, mm-hmm. but those times are maybe like, dude, it's i've I just had my first two beers in over a year, right so that if that gives and I had two beers and I stopped. Mm-hmm. so that was if that gives you an idea of how frequent that is now. And then what I was saying before is the uh, discipline, purpose, and gratitude formula. Um, I run discipline because I run live hard. I run, I'm, my goal is to complete live hard every single year until I die. Uh, the first two years I fucking completed it. The third year, I failed it when I had my injury mm-hmm. um, this year, I'm going to fucking complete it. Um, and, and that's, a, that's a, I run that program at all times in my life. I'm always on live hard program. Um, and that's why it's called live hard. Not fucking two weeks hard, right. whatever. Right. So Two minutes hard. Two for minutes hard. Just- <laughs> Couldn't resist, uh, but you know. Then the other thing is, like, if I still feel bad and I'm still having a rough time, I I, I know now I've le- I've taught my brain to look at those two areas of di- of gratitude and purpose. Mm-hmm. Am I in line with my purpose? Am I into my purpose? Am I am I giving what I can to Arte Syndicate? Am I giving what I can to First Form? Am I giving what I can on the show? You see what I'm saying?
0: Right, right, right. Uh,
1: everywhere I'm I'm looking. Uh, on my other companies, you know, am I giving what I can to supplement superstores? Am I giving what I can to the guys I invest in uh, at these other places? That they all, all those things have purpose to me, mm. and the purpose for me um, is that we serve our customers the best way possible. We we serve our employees the best way possible, and then we also uh, innovate in a way that we do things originally. You know, so that we can help the business so
0: change landscape. The, change the so world. I have
1: to remind myself of why I'm here. I'm here to fucking change shit. That's mm-hmm. what I'm here to do. I'm here to fucking change lives. And other people's lives suffer when I don't show the fuck up. So I remind myself of that purpose. Um, or I check my gratitude. Like, am I taking shit for granted? Like, and when I, when, you know, so that, when I get overwhelmed, it's one of those two things that's fucking me up. Yeah. And I can usually fix that. Yeah,
0: so reel that shit back in.
1: Yeah, right? dude. Yeah. So like there's a lot of work that goes into this to, to and a lot of awareness that comes from like thinking about it step by step. But unfortunately for those people that do suffer with these things, I really think the solution can be found in the formula I just gave if you commit to it. yeah. But I can't recommend that as some sort of solution. right? Uh, but that's how I manage it. So those are all the things I do. Uh, to really keep my mind where it needs to be. That's right. And you you, you touched on something
0: real quick, because I, I think I think it's very very powerful—the power to turn negativity into like fucking amazing production. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, can you, can you just touch a little bit more on that? Like, I mean, well, yeah, it,
1: that's tapping into the dark side, bro. Like, look, we're all gonna have fucking negativity. We're all gonna have people that fucking have shit to say about us. Yeah. we're all gonna have. And by the way, fuck those people. And and, <laughs> and um. We're all going to have, you know, difficult fucking relationships with people. We're all, bro, getting humans coordinated together to live in a civilized way, especially in business or success is extremely difficult. You're dealing with all different kinds of backgrounds, all different kinds of life perspectives, all different kinds of personalities, all different kinds of of beliefs that come from literal, you know, and and I don't use this word as a negative way. I'm just telling the truth. Indoctrination Mm -hmm. of generations of thinking. In a certain way. Okay. That's what I'm dealing with when I fucking try to coordinate 400 motherfuckers in here, right? right? That's right. a fucking hard job. So um, you're going to have negativity all the time, right? Yeah. And if you don't use negativity, it, however it's presented, whether it's just things are hard or whether someone's attacking you or whether things aren't going your way, um, you know, and a lot of times when you think things aren't going your way, you're just being a bitch. It's not the truth. Uh, but let's just say, um, fucking sometimes, bro, you kind of got to make up stories about shit to get yourself fucking pissed off. If you operate this way, like, like for me, I fucking, the worst thing you could do to me is fucking attack me, bro, because I'm like the fucking black hole of negative energy that will turn it into a focused beam. And I don't focus the beam on you. I focus the beam where it needs to be focused, which is on my own shit. And then I just beat you by getting so far ahead. That's the whole thing. So you have to take the negative energy wherever the fuck it comes. And then you have to let that click you into a mode of action. All right. And you have to then focus the action on the right place and the right. Like a lot of people that they amateur fucking destroy you. Right. Yeah, the yeah, amateur yeah. motherfuckers getting these little pissing contests. Mm-hmm. The professional fucking dark side operators like myself, they take all that shit. And they take it in, and they get they take it in little by little by little by little by little by little by little, little and they get fucking so fucking infuriated and so hungry to fucking show you and shove it down your motherfucking throat that they focus and and these people are smart. They focus it on their own projects Mm. and they focus it on their own success, and they fucking destroy you because you won't stop attacking them.
0: Yeah, you're just feeding
1: it. Yeah, it's I personally. The way I'm wired, that's the most powerful fucking thing I have. Mm. Um, I've learned over the last decade, um, maybe five years to a decade, to really switch from that over to the purpose side of it. Yeah. Um, because the purpose side of it is definitely I feel healthier mm. whenever I'm operating from that place. Um, it's, it's more enjoyable because it's positive. Uh, but I definitely don't run as hard for that as I do when motherfuckers come at me like it's just me and and some people love to win and some people hate to lose and I'm a fucking hate to lose person all the way so like that's just me and and I'm not saying bro not everybody's like that but everybody has negativity and you have to take a little bit of that from the dark side and say you know what motherfucker fuck you Mm -hmm. okay and that's what like when I was saying I get take it personal about depression, yeah, yeah. You that's, make that the that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like you like the depression is creating the negativity. And then I'm saying, you know what? And in that case, I'm pointing it right at that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm gonna fucking accomplish every motherfucking thing that I was supposed to do today. You ain't you are gonna have zero fucking effect on yeah. my life at all. And it's out of spite. And sometimes that's what it takes. That's fucking to me. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Guys, you won't fucking hear that on the motherfucking talk shows my <laughs> life. Okay, this is the real shit. That's it's why we call shit, it bro. real AF. Yeah, that's a real fucking, shit. I ain't want to say <laughs> a Guru AF. Right no, I was gonna say something else. But...
0: <laughs> Guys, let's move on. to Question number two, Andy. Question number two. Uh, I'm starting a business, and I was curious about building systems. I heard you say in the past that eventually you should work on your business instead of in your business. What tips or advice do you have for me to get my employees to a point where the company can operate at a high level, allowing me to work more on the business instead of being in the trenches every day?
1: Oh, dude, that's a huge... That's, listen, that person belongs in Syndicate. Hmm. That's a massive involved question, yeah. um, top to bottom. That, that, that fucking question I could talk about for a week. Okay, yeah. so that's how big that question is. Hmm. Um, the best thing you could do right now is to, uh, is to apply it to that <laughs> fucking group. Yeah. and get in it because there's tons of motherfuckers in it that can fucking answer that question and help these people do this. But my practical advice for right now is uh, to create the systems that you need to create is only part of the problem that you need to solve. The other part is you need to define your mission. You need to have a set of core values. You need to put it. There's all kinds of these things that have to go into to creating the, the, the answer that you're looking for. Mm. You asked about systems. That seems like the focus of the question. So that's how I'm going to answer it. Um, we started our systems on fucking literal pieces of paper that had no lines on it. Then we moved to lined paper. (laughs) Right. Okay. Right. Um, that's a big step up. Yeah. Right. Was a college rule or wide rule? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It was yellow notepad, legal (laughs) pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Right, So, and the reason we use legal pad is so we could go back and see the days before. That's Mm -hmm. how fucking sophisticated uh, our company was on the first day we opened. Yeah. We were so sophisticated on the first day that we opened that we literally used an actual cash register, and I'm not talking about these fucking POS systems where they fucking have the chip reader or the fucking little scanner and they scan. It. I'm talking about you fucking put your fingers on the motherfucker and type the price in, right? And you say fucking seven ninety nine, ding, <laughs> and the fucking drawer opens like a place. Like that's what the fuck we had yeah. in 1999, bro. So we were living. This is a listen. This is why I'm good at what I do, because I built successful shit in that era, and I built real successful shit in this era, okay? I'm just tooting my own motherfucking horn. Toot, toot. Toot, toot, bitch, (laughs) all right? But here's the thing. Um, The systems, most business owners really feel like imposters when it comes to developing the systems, because there's not really anybody out there that shows you how to do it. Um, there's companies that you can pay to consult you to do it, but they're too expensive and you can't afford them. Um, and the truth is you don't want those people anyway, because by hiring this shit out, you steal a major lesson that you need to know in business, which is how to identify holes in the system. And the only way that you can identify holes in the system is if you build them from fucking scratch. Yeah. All right. Yourself. So don't be afraid of where uh, you start. We did most of our shit on Excel, okay? And so what you need to do is you need to evaluate whatever the fuck you do, okay? Whether you're selling something or servicing something or whatever the process is, start with what a successful transaction would look like. Step to step by step by step by step. And write out the conversation, exactly how it would happen if it was fucking perfect. And start there. So you could start with with literally having these fake conversations like sales scripts, um, to train employees on how to handle things. And then, you know, as you get better, you'll, you'll add little, uh, parts off of this. So if the person says this, say this person says that, say this, and you start to learn, but here's what you can do better than the sales script and better than anything else to, um, bring this process as fast as possible, is you can beat it into your motherfucking employee's head because it's the fucking truth that if they just solve these motherfuckers' problems the best way possible, the business will grow and we'll have more transactions. If you can get everybody on your team to buy into the idea that the more they help people, the more money the business will bring in, that will speed up the process tremendously because it's true. Right. When you solve people's fucking problems, they tell people about it. When you go above and beyond, they tell people about it. This is how businesses grow. It's the only way they grow, and really it's the only way they continue to grow after the fucking new has worn off, mm-hmm. of which happens to every brand, by the way, okay? So you have to be the real motherfucking deal. And the only way to get to become the real motherfucking deal Is by starting from writing out what you think ideal is, and then teaching your people to simultaneously just do the right thing. If you don't know, fucking do what's right. Right. Like do what you would want done to you. If you teach them those two things from the start, now you're now you're off and running, and you can build the systems back from there. We we're to the point now where you know, bro, our systems are are pretty fucking custom built. You know, we got we. But dude, some of our shit is still in Excel. You know what I mean? Um, So there's no right or wrong way to build these systems out, but you have to have them if you're going to scale and you should start now and you should do it yourself because it'll teach you the process, which then makes you better at standing in front of people and teaching the fucking process, which you're going to have to do a gazillion times if you're going to be successful. All
0: right, guys, our third and final question, Andy, question number three. Uh, Within the next year, I will inherit a little over a million dollars worth of real estate. I'm 34 currently, uh, have a normal job, and I'm not the best when it comes to money. What steps can I take to make sure I don't fuck this up and squander it all?
1: Nothing. When you don't know what to do, do nothing until Mm. you know what to do. Mm. Super valuable thing, okay? Um, Don't go out and fucking... Liquidate it. Don't go out and spend money on shit. Don't change fucking anything until you understand clearly what you want to do. Mm. The best thing to do when you don't know what to do is to not do anything until you know what to do. All right. It
0: sounds so fucking simple, but it, it is that simple. Fuck. <laughs> it is that simple.
1: People think that because big changes come or certain situations happen, that they must react immediately. Mm. And in reality, that's just not true. Sometimes you need to give yourself a minute. Uh, sometimes you need to give yourself however long it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, real estate, they're only making so much of it. So that, that's good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always going to be a limited supply. It's good for you. So it's a safe way just to fucking let it sit there until you know what the fuck to do with it. Do we see that happen all the time? Like we're fucking, like the the, the athletes, the pro athletes, I'm not going right? to sit here and tell, yeah, I'm not going to tell someone you know where to take your money or what to do like i don't fucking know anything about you bro like i don't know if this is the best thing that's ever going to happen to you or i don't know if this is the seed that's going to turn you into the next fucking elon musk i don't know shit here's what i know you got a million dollars worth of real estate and they only make so much fucking real estate and if you don't know what to fucking do with that real estate don't change shit Mm. until you know what to do it's real fucking simple yeah where when you when you started
0: like like when your finances really started going up, Andy, like, did you, did it change how you had to handle the people around you? Like what were, did the relationships change? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there was uh, there, there's a quote in the song. I like, it says, you know, the money changed the people around me faster than it changed me. Do you have any like, like words of advice on that? Did you see any of that change at all for
1: you? Yeah. I mean, dude, look, people look at you completely different. That's reality. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I don't have high expectations of people. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that. And I, I'm not a high maintenance person. I'm okay on my own. Um, I've been taking care of myself essentially since I was fucking probably 10 years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do my own laundry fucking, you know, do like, I don't know, maybe 12. I don't know. But like pretty early on, I was doing my own shit. And, um, I'm cool. Like on my own. So like, you know, I don't expect a lot from other people. Um, so like, I'm still cool with like people that I was cool with 20 years ago or fucking whatever, right? Um, but like, because I'm low maintenance, I don't put a lot into other relationships, which makes people think that I'm a dick. Mm. And it's, that's not the truth. It's the truth is I just don't expect much. So I don't do much. Mm. And that's a, that's a thing I've tried to work on as like a friend, that i've not been good at my whole life um but yeah dude i mean that probably has more to do with it than like me becoming successful uh, um financially yeah but you know that so that's kind of a me problem if that makes sense um but you know yeah people look at you different but i mean i mean it's not fucking worth not becoming it (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's better to be that way than it is before. Right. Um, you know, like these motherfuckers make these rap songs about how everybody's fucking, you know, no, everybody's fake now. Motherfuckers were fake then. Exactly. <laughs> <What> the <fuck? laughs> like, so like, you know, I think people generally have too high of expectations of other people mm. uh, based upon how other people should treat them. And when really, you're going to get what the fuck you give. You got to accept it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, um, if you're an over giver and and you're above the line of what most people give, you're going to constantly feel disappointed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's real shit right there. Yeah. I mean, so like, dude, I don't put like, I don't expect like, dude, bro, like. You have a barbecue. Do I really fucking give a fuck? <laughs> like, am I really getting upset about it? Like, like, like out there in the fucking real world, bro, people fucking like be mean as fuck to each other over shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's just like, dude, you guys don't have enough to worry about or something. Yeah. Enough responsibility. Like the shit that normal people get mad about, I don't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, That's if real. you guys all got together tonight and fucking drank beer and didn't call me, I, I don't care. Like. Would do no tell the truth. What I give a fuck? No. What would I say? I so you guys have fun, right? Right.
0: Was there s'mores? Yeah. Like right.
1: yeah. Right. Cause we only do that shit <laughs> <laughs> in Missouri. But my point is, is that fucking. You know, I I just feel like people let shit bother them that really shouldn't bother them, and it causes a tremendous amount of anxiety and frustration in their lives. Um, and I just think that's because the expectations are too high. So I mm. keep mine low. I we're all cool. I'm cool with whoever, like, bro. Hawk Newsom come on the show. You disagree with every motherfucking thing I said. We're still cool. We go eat. Yeah. Like, you want to go shoot guns? You want right. to fuck? Like fuck, dude. I, like, not at each other. I don't know. That's yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just no, dude. We're cool. Like, yeah, no, we are. Hawk's got a good heart, bro. Um, the uh, but the point is, is that you know, I just feel like everybody, I think that could solve a lot of problems for people if they would just realize the reality again, reality, this is, I'm a realist, bro. Mm -hmm. The reality of of fucking relationships, bro. Everybody's got their own life going on, man. Like, you can't get mad about every little fucking thing. Like, not every little fucking thing is some sort of personal insult to you, you know? Like, oh, my feelings got, this is why I don't get offended. Like, I don't, like, bro, oh, really? You're that fucking ignorant to say this or that? Right. Okay, I just go over here, like, (laughs) I don't fucking care. Right, right. And, And so, like, I just see things for what the fuck they are, bro. Um, but yeah, you're going to have people that try to like take from you or, or leverage you or fucking threaten you, uh, you know, and, and treat like, there's those kind of things too, but still, again, um, those things are easy to handle when you're intelligent and you have to be intelligent to get the money in the first place. And like, it's hard for like dumb motherfuckers to try and fucking hurt you. Right. Um, so you're smart already. I, you know, I, I don't know, man, I just. I think a lot of people make too big of a deal out of it, mm. you know, like, oh, these dudes used to like me, but now they hate on me because I'm successful. <laughs> like, we did they really? Or are you making it up? Right. Like, are they really saying the shit? Because the truth of the matter is, bro, is that most of the fucking hater shit is ourselves. Mm. It's ourselves making up fucking dialogue or stories about what people might say that we don't know if they ever actually really said. And. Then we tell ourselves that they feel a way that we don't know they feel. So really, who's the fucking hater? It's mm. fucking you, dude. That's it's you, real, man. Yeah, you're the hater of yourself. So, like, if you become aware of that, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, think it's awesome to be a wealthy dude versus not being a wealthy dude. Yeah. No matter how the fuck people think about it.
0: Yeah, that's fucking. <laughs> so real. that's
1: at the end of the day. That's how I feel. Like, do people see you different? Yeah, some people do. Uh, how does it affect your life? It doesn't because I don't fucking care. Right. Does that make sense? I'm going to go to fucking Aruba. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even think about it. Like, So like these people are like, oh, I'm afraid of success because I'm afraid of, bro, you're a fucking fool. Yeah. Like your life will be infinitely better, like in every fucking way. And not only that, the fucking friends that you had back then are still going to be cool with you. Mm -hmm. Like, like, bro. If they're your real friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you should look at it as a good thing if you find out they're not. Right. Because it thins the herd and you got a fucking smaller circle that's better. Dude, a smaller, better, higher quality friend circle beats a fucking Mr. Popularity all fucking day, twice on Sundays. The 100-man entourage. Yeah, 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 bro. That's bullshit. You know, so I think it's, you know. And then the cool thing is, though, is when you get to a certain place, you make these newer friends. Um... They have more in common with you. You're able to work together and build together. So this idea of like, you know, oh, it's success is such a lonely place. That, that's always people who are either not successful and they're just saying the shit, yeah. right? As an excuse, or it's people who are in the middle of those two spots and they haven't figured out yet that they're in what I call no man's land, Right. okay? And that's the place between where you were and where you're going to go. And you will go through those periods two or three times in your life if you keep going, because you'll outgrow your circle, um, because your interests will be bigger, your dreams will be bigger. It is just, it's just a different fucking way of life. And you connect with other people. Um, once you go through that a little bit, they have the same mission, drive, and goals that you have, and they become your new circle. And then your new circle helps you build, and you go on from there. And that's how this social dynamic works. So the only people that ever really say, oh, it's fucking lonely at the top are motherfuckers that ain't at the top, okay? Or motherfuckers who are in between the first phase from where they started to the next phase. Because what everybody realizes eventually is that it's not lonely at the top. It's actually pretty fucking cool. It's fucking real, man. So. I love it. The people, when, when I hear that shit, I'm like, I look at them and I'm like, all right, is this guy full of shit? Where's this guy at? Or yeah. is, is this guy just in that one place? Yeah. You know, and if, if he's built some, some stuff already you know I, I assume he's just in that place of in-between um but if it's someone who hasn't done shit it's always an excuse just the truth
0: guys andy that's three be the fee yeah. went from sleeping on the floor now my jury box froze fuck a pole fuck up stove counted millions in a cold bad bitch booted slow. got her on bankroll can't fold doesn't know shot, case closed. close close